Welcome to episode number five of the private members only VSA podcast. Hope you're doing great as you're tuning in here. And it's been five weeks and I've been loving it every week, checking in with you guys and delivering new content that I don't cover much anywhere else. And we want to start this episode with exciting news that the new app is there, right? It's been a week now and we've seen some great interaction and we've seen people loving it. And I've got some great feedback from a lot of you guys. So thank you so much for that. And it was really our goal to kind of make this journey easier, more enjoyable. And I know that a change isn't always yeah, the most fun in the beginning, right? We don't like changes. We like to keep things how they are. It will grow on you and it will grow on you pretty quickly and it will make your life so much easier that you will wish you would have this so much earlier. So excited for that and do keep the feedback coming. If you have any questions or anything that you need help with, we are of course here for you. Now, today's episode, today's private episode is about how to avoid getting the vegan face, all right? And if you don't know what vegan face is, how does it even, where does it even come from? It comes more from the carnivore type of um, scene, I guess. And they coined this term because they say that vegans at some point develop a vegan face, which looks tired, which looks pale, which looks wrinkly because they are missing out on nutrients. So we can obviously discuss that. We can discuss like, why would they even coin that? Is that a nice thing to do? Of course not. But sometimes we can take something that someone made up and we can use it and we can analyze it and we can maybe debunk it or find solutions, right? So I kind of alluded to this topic um, a couple couple of weeks ago, um, not in detail, but just a little bit in the stories and posts and got a lot of negative comments as well. People saying, hey, like, what does vegan face even mean? I never heard of that. And it's just something created from the carnival movement. And yes, I can, I can for sure see that. But I can also kind of see the other side where, yes, I mean, there are certain nutrients we don't get as vegans. And you could make arguments where it could be kind of critical to look at those and to not ignore them, uh, right? But at the same time, I've had a lot of people tell me, as well, hey, like my skin has never looked better since going vegan. And I agree with that too. Like my acne completely gone. I have really healthy skin as well since eating plant-based. Um, but at the same time, we do want to look long-term, right? If you want to be healthy and look great and youthful long-term, then it might make sense to look at these topics, right? And vegan face, again, what does it mean? Uh, vegan face means <clears throat> you're pale, you have dry skin, you have wrinkles, you look tired, right? You maybe have eye bags constantly. And obviously, there's other factors playing into that, like stress and sleep, obviously, like so many factors. But at the same time, there are certain nutrients that we are not receiving on a plant-based diet. And one of them, or a few of them, do make a difference in how our skin looks. This is obviously focused on the vegan face, but obviously, overall, we want to have a smooth and healthy-looking and youthful-looking skin that applies to the rest of our body as well. So the one topic that we need to talk to about today, you talked about today, is collagen. So collagen is the most abundant protein in our bodies. So 
It is really abundant and it plays a crucial role in maintaining skin elasticity, strengthening your bones and supporting your joint health as well. So it is kind of like a building block. You remember um, amino acids are building blocks and they form really the structure to your skin, to your bones, to your tendons, to your ligaments, right? So this is not just about our skin. This, this podcast is also about your your tendons, your ligaments, your bones. As you age, becomes obviously more and more important. So as we age as well, our body's natural collagen production goes down. That's why we actually age. So if you look at humans, people getting older, it's because most reasons obviously is because collagen production goes down in our body. So that's why people get wrinkles, joint pain, and weaker bones. Interesting, right? So collagen is very beneficial to us, not just for looking youthful, but also for our overall health, right? So it's good for our skin. So it hydrates, collagen hydrates the skin, reduces wrinkles and increases elasticity. Um, and collagen peptides have been found to significantly improve your skin hydration and elasticity. Collagen also is good for joint support. So it's kind of like, you want to think about like a cushioning for your joint, um, which reduces pain and also inflammation um, as well. So there's also studies showing that um, it benefits those suffering from osteoarthritis and general joint pain. Bone strength, collagen is vital for bone strength and density. Um, so there's also studies on that showing that collagen helps prevent bone density loss. Um, and also muscle mass and recovery. So um, collagen also contains amino acids are essential for building muscle and aiding in post-exercise recovery, right? So also important for that part. So collagen on many levels, obviously it's been a hype. It's been a great hype the last few, maybe one or two years. And from my research, from the people I talk to, the experts I talk to, it's definitely something to be considered if you want to optimize your, your health and well-being. And I know that sometimes these topics and these supplements and these nutrients, it can get a bit out of hand, right? I know there's a lot of things. And I do want to remind you guys that eating healthy, eating plant-based choices, drinking a lot of water, like I need to remind myself constantly drink more water. Um, it makes so much difference for your skin as well, uh, but in general health. Like those things, like exercise, eating healthy, drinking your water, sleeping, those are going to be the most important things, right? And I don't talk about it every week because it's kind of boring. <laughs> and I think a lot of you are already kind of taking charge of that, which is amazing. So these episodes now are just like a like an icing on the cake. You cannot reduce your aging if you don't exercise, don't really make the right plant-based eating choices, I mean, yeah, you can still take a collagen supplement, but it's not going to do much if the rest is not in place, right? So even though there's so much information out there, I only want to bring you guys every week the knowledge that you can immediately apply. You can choose, hey, do you want to do this or do I not want to do it? So collagen in a plant-based diet, is that even possible? Is that even doable? The answer is no. 
So the primary sources of collagen are animal-based, meat, fish, poultry. So that's obviously a bit of a challenge for people not eating animal products. So also very present in eggs, by the way, collagen. So collagen isn't found in plants. It's not. So when people are saying, hey, eat more plant-based for better, more youthful looking skin, 100% if you eat a very processed and unhealthy diet, it's high in meat, high in, high in animal fats, then switching to plant-based will massively improve your look, your, your youthful look. But if you already are vegan, you already have that, right? So what's the next step? How can you maximize your results now? And the answer is in figuring out collagen for yourself. So some things you might read about is that certain foods, certain plant-based foods, promote collagen production because he's the kicker. As I said in the beginning of the, of the podcast, we have our own production. You can think about it. we have our own kind of, um, yeah, machine. <laughs> we have our own production of collagen in our body. And as I said in the beginning of the episode, as we age, this goes down. So what if we found a way to boost our body's own collagen production? What if we did that, right? So there's certain plant-based foods that boost collagen production, such as soy products, right? So your tofu, soybeans. They contain genistein, known to promote collagen production. Citrus fruits as well. So lemon, uh, lime, rich in vitamin C, which vitamin C is also crucial for collagen synthesis. Leafy greens, they're high in antioxidants, um, protecting collagen in the body. And also uh, nuts and seeds, which provide zinc and copper, which aid in collagen formation. But this is where most people go wrong. They Google plant-based collagen. They read, oh, just eat nuts and seeds and you'll be fine. Wrong, okay? They have some zinc and copper, which aid in collagen formation, but it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it can mean everything. It can mean nothing, right? But it's not going to be sufficient to compare to actual ingestion of collagen from food. So if you don't want to eat animal foods, which obviously you don't want to, and it's great for you to not eat animal foods, what do you do? How do you still get collagen? The answer lies in glycine. Glycine. So glycine is a key amino acid in collagen. So collagen is a protein and amino acids are the building blocks of protein. So glycine is an amino acid in that building block. And it's a very impactful amino acid in producing collagen. So it has been shown to contribute an important amount to the production of, of collagen synthesis, of collagen through our own synthesis. So glycine is a great solution here. And if you look at um, kind of plasma concentrations of intakes and intakes of amino acids in omnivores, vegetarians, and vegans, like this is general, like a very interesting study. I'll see if I can, I can link it in the show notes. Um, but basically, they looked at the amino acid kind of uh, concentration in omnivore people and vegans and vegetarians, 
And obviously there's certain amino acids that vegans don't get enough of. We kind of know that already. I might do a separate episode on that, uh, like loisine, right? But now looking at glycine, what you see in the study is that omnivores get like plasma concentration of glycine is around three grams. Vegetarians around 2.3 grams and vegans around 2.6 grams. So what that tells you is that also omnivores have potential to optimize here. But at the same time, like I said, they do ingest collagen from out, outside through animal food. So not they don't really need to optimize that. But for vegans, it's important and it's not enough, right? So how much do you actually need? How much do you need to really optimize and maximize your collagen production in your own body? And you need 10 grams. 10 grams is what you need. So 10 grams a day of glycine will help improve and maximize your own collagen production, collagen synthesis. And this is from European Journal of Clinical Nutrition, 10 grams. I know some people might think it's a lot, but that's what it takes. That's what I've been taking as well. So glycine is the answer. So you don't need to eat meat, fish, poultry. You can just focus on supplementing with glycine, a plant-based plant -based supplement, and you get the same benefits from your glycine, your, your collagen production. So that's it. That's the answer, right? You can also supplement collagen, but obviously that's not vegan. So this is up to you. Um, I personally haven't tested supplementing with, with collagen. I don't know any good vegan collagen brands. I don't know any good animal-based collagen brands. I just know um, glycine. Um, one of my good friends, Nico Wittenau, he's a nutrition scientist doing his, his PhD at the moment in nutrition science. And um, he has a company and he promotes glycine as well. So... I very much believe in that. Where do you get it? How do you get it? Uh, his company is called Watson Nutrition, but they only deliver in Germany. So in the US, I would have to do some research, um, but make sure it's good quality, make sure it's actually plant-based glycine, and uh, you should be good. Now, I don't want to make this episode only about collagen, which would be a very good episode, but I do want to kind of add in here as well. So the idea behind the podcast episode was how to avoid vegan face, right? how to avoid wrinkles, how to reduce wrinkles, how to look more youthful. And collagen, like we just saw, is a huge point of this, like a huge part of this. But now we can talk about something interesting, something else. And it is hyaluronic acid. So basically hyaluronic. Hopefully I pronounced it right. But it's basically, some of you might have heard this. Some women like to put hyaluron in their lips. And it's supposed to be a more natural way of of injecting yourself with uh, something. So it's, it's, really, it's really interesting because I think, obviously, cosmetics and supplements, like food supplements, kind of 
overlap in a lot of areas. And I'm not an expert on skin health. I do want to say that. I am not an expert on skin health. I just know that collagen is good for your skin, obviously. And hyaluron is as well. So it's a naturally occurring substance uh, in your body as well. And it plays a crucial role in maintaining skin moisture and elasticity. Okay. So the main ability of hyaluronic acid is to retain moisture. Okay. Just one gram of HA, how I want to call it now, can hold up to six liters of water. So it is really a go-to ingredient for, um, for skin health because it hydrates your skin. If you want to have a youthful and plump and healthy-looking skin, you need it to be hydrated. Very, very crucial. Very crucial. So if you want to look more youthful, more plump, um, and have less wrinkles. So there's actually a study on this, 12 weeks, and this one I can, I can link in the show notes. And they compared the results in wrinkles and in, in the face. And it's actually quite significant. So this study, they took oral hyaluron. So you need to understand that you can also inject hyaluron into your lips, for example. But we're not talking about any, of, any injection, any cosmetics. We're talking about taking a supplement. So hyaluronic acid, you can actually supplement and intake with a pill and it can work wonders, right? So it can be in serums, it can be in creams, it can be in lotions. Um, usually you would probably find between um, like a concentration of one to 2% in those, in those products. Um, but for supplements, the dosages usually range between 120 to 240 milligrams per day. Um, however, again, maybe consult with a healthcare provider first before taking any new supplements. Um, but if you want to take it, then take between 120 to 240 milligrams per day. Uh, in this study, they have different, different ranges of, of amounts they used. Um, now, if you want to, if you want to look at, okay, is hyaluronic acid vegan or not? So traditionally it was derived from roosterkums. Um, making it uns unsuitable for vegans, obviously. However, recently with advancements in biotechnology, um, HA um, actually can be produced through microbial fermentation. So it's fermented basically and making it vegan friendly. Um, but definitely check first before you buy it um, to make sure it's actually derived from fermentation. So I don't want to go too deep into hyaluronic acid but it is a great choice as well if you want to start having even more youthful and young looking skin um, it is undeniable it's power it's really hydrating and it sh should be a staple in in someone's kind of supplement stack if they want to maximize the results um, because now it's even vegan friendly so i was linked this study below actually i'm pulling up right now uh, Aura Hyaluron relieves wrinkled and improves dry skin. 12-week double-blinded placebo-controlled study. So let me put that into the, into the show notes. But there's pictures and it is quite significant. 
and it's great. I'm not taking it yet, but I'm looking to stack this into my current stack um, just to keep looking young. <laughs> who, who wouldn't want that, right? Now, those are the two kind of supplements I wanted to cover in this episode. Um, and this episode obviously was about how to have youthful and young-looking skin, avoid a vegan face. There's obviously a few other things that are very important, such as sleep, such as lowering your stress, such as drinking water. Those are more of the general things, but sometimes we just want a quick fix, right? We just want to take the pill and get the results. So if you want that, then take these two uh, supplements and you will have great results. Do report back to me. Again, check with the healthcare provider first. It's actually okay for you to take. And if you take it though, do report back to me how it goes. I would love to hear the results. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for your attention. I know that everyone's on their journey and I do acknowledge you and I'm excited to, to see more results uh, for you. And that's what we want to do in this podcast. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for, for listening. One more shout out I want to give is to April and Tara. April uh, just recently joined the program and she lost 2.6 pounds in a week while still crushing her powerlifting sessions. And Tara, who also recently joined, increased her hip thrust weight almost 30 pounds compared to the previous week and is hitting new, new personal bests each and every workout. So shout out to you guys. You guys are crushing it. You guys are amazing. Everyone else, of course, as well. But keep showing up and using a new app. Love to see you guys in there. And uh, let's keep getting those V gains and save the planet. Talk soon, guys. Peace out.